Hey everybody, Brian with the Herfcast. If you're listening to this by now, the Zebrahead album, Brain Invaders, has hit the world. So go check that out. Do a Google search on Zebrahead. I'm sure you'll find a link to buy that album. It's uh, fantastic front to back. I'm definitely enjoying it. It's, uh, like I said, front to back. It's absolute quality. With that being said... Uh, you could also check out the Cigarhead podcast. You're going to find some general bullshitting, uh, man stuff, whatnot, and a cigar review with each episode. Check out Cigarheads with a Z podcast. And I bring that up because this episode features Denny from Cigarheads podcast. Denny's a good dude. I met him through a group for the Hot Ticket podcast. He started his they're on they they've got about a dozen episodes now and they've been doing a great job. I like them. Uh I listen to them. I listen to every every episode and they entertain me. I I definitely support them and I had a great conversation with Denny. His partner Mark is also a funny dude. Um you know just uh good times. Good times all around. So check them out. I hope you enjoy the episode. But before that, flatheadcigarcompany.com FlatheadCigarCompany.com offers a wider range of cigars for any profile. Uh, the Panacea line's got something for everybody. And then you got the uh, Farmer's Blends. You got the Henshaw Streets. Got a couple of new blends out there. And uh, he's, he's really doing some good stuff. Use the code HC25. That's HERFCAST25. HC25 will get you 25% off your first order. If you sign up for the emails, Paul is going to send you discounts all the time. So check out flatbedcigarcompany.com and use the code HC25 and uh, enjoy. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode and don't forget, check out Cigarheads podcast, Cigarheads with a Z. All right, man. So right. this is uh, this is Denny from Cigarheads with a Z, Cigarheads podcast. Uh, it's down in Texas, and a chilly Texas it is uh, this time of year, or or today in particular. Today in particular, for sure. Yeah, and we we've, we've both got uh, you, you've got the uh, Los Cal- Cavaleras, right? Yes, sir. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, so we've both got the Los Cavaleras uh, twenty seventeen robustos. Um. I've got coffee because I have to go to work in a little while, so. I've got a monster because uh, I didn't feel like I didn't want to pause this in case I had to go to the bathroom after coffee. Yeah. So, you know, you know it happens sometimes. I guess. Well, you, but, you you took the day off work, so I wasn't sure if you were going to be doing any day drinking or if it was. Uh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> not with the. I've got a. Uh, I've got an almost two year old. Since I lost the bet, I'm going to stop calling her in months. Yeah, there you go. Almost, <laughs> I have an almost two-year-old. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, and, it, uh, it's it's a lot easier to just say a year and a half or or almost two. Yeah, yeah, almost two. So, uh, I don't typically do a lot of day drinking, man. It it I'm getting older, and it it fucking hurts. Yeah, it it hurts, and it takes me a lot longer to recover than it used to. Yeah, that uh, I don't drink as much as I used to either. Um, but man, it's what was it like last week or something? I was just drinking like I normally would, 
like with this new schedule, like, you know, I mean, I would have a couple beers most days. Uh, now with the schedule, like I, I don't drink nearly as often as I did. And, um, like last week or something, like I, I was just drinking some beers and like I normally would on any other day. And, uh, after like five or six beers, it's like, holy shit, man, I'm, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm, I'm lit. I'm lit. <laughs> So it, I, yeah. I, I have to remind myself that I don't do that anymore and, yeah. um, you know, kind of, kind of take it easy. So, yeah, I, I do the same, dude. I, um, there was before I started working at Casa de Monte Cristo, um, it was one of my last football Sundays, uh, to not be working. And so I bought a 12 pack of Dos Equis because used to, I used to have Texan season tickets and, you know, I'd go, we'd go every week, you know, like religiously and start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning. And before you know it, it's six o'clock when we're getting home and it's, you know, I'm 24, 24 uh, Dos Equis in and I get up the next day like nothing and it's all good. And then, so this one particular Sunday, um, I had eight. And I quit drinking because I was getting ready to eat dinner. And, uh, man, I had the worst headache. And I, I was like, I made my friend, I made Mark go home yeah. and my buddy Jeremy go home uh, when my wife got there. And I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. So now I woke up the next day, still had the same fucking headache. And I was just like, fuck, man, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, well, how, how old are you? You're, you're what, like 28, 29? No, sir. 35. Oh, all right. So you're not too far behind me. I, I for for some reason I was thinking that you were younger. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I just act young. I I guess I just kind of figure everybody else that I listen to is is younger than me. But um, how old are you? I'm 38. Oh, okay. My wife will be 38 here pretty soon. Oh, all right. So you you went up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to give her a hard time because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was a freshman you when you were a senior. Yeah. She's like, shut up. Um, and you have a daughter or a son? Yeah, I have a daughter, uh, and I have two step, I have two step kids as well. I have a, a stepson, a stepdaughter, and then I have my daughter. So right. I've got a, a 20 year old, he'll be 20 in March, um, a 16 year old, and then now a, a two year old. She started over for me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know, we talked about having another one trying for a boy. I look at every time she talks about it, I look at her and I laugh. And I'm like, fuck, no, I'm done. Now, see, I don't have the patience. We're, we're, we're on the fence. Like, we keep debating because my son is, he, you know, he's three and a half. And it's like, you know, if we're going to have another one, now's the time. Uh, just because, like, you know, yeah. we're, we're both getting older. Um, you know, not worried about the age gap for the kids or anything, but, um, you know, like her, her cutoff was supposed to be like March of this year, but, uh, I get vacation time in October. So it's like, all right, I, I at least want to go on vacation or something before, Yeah, you know, it, it, if we decide to, to, to do it again, I want you to have a good time instead of everything just being me. Cause dude, I, I want a trip, uh, to Florida when I work for whole foods while she was like eight uh-huh. months, while she was like eight months pregnant. So like we got to, we got to go to this awesome vacation on whole foods dime um and she wasn't able to like really enjoy it because she was like right. eight months pregnant so yeah 
you know, she missed out on a lot. So like everything that we've done, yeah. like, you know, it's she, it, nothing's really been centered around her. So. Yeah. And you, you want to, you don't want to always go cause uh, my, my wife, when she was married before, uh, like all big milestones, she was pregnant, like yeah. uh, 18, 18 years old. She was uh, pregnant, uh, 21 years old. She was pregnant. Um, and then when she hit 30, you know, obviously she wasn't, but, um, like, I don't think they did anything super special. So when she hits 40, I'm going to, that's such a weird number to say though. Yeah. Like when my wife turns 40, uh, I'm going to throw this fucking bash. Yeah. That's my brother turned 40 last year. I turned 40, uh, uh, next year. So I don't know. It's, it's that, it's that time in life, I guess. It is. It is. You know, and, uh, how long have you been into cigars? Uh, like heavily, heavily, I would yeah. say, uh, it's gotta be around six, seven years now. Um, been playing around with it forever. Um, yeah. you know, my, my, my dad would, would hand me a few, uh, every once in a while, like whenever they were in town, um, cause he got into cigars and then really it was, uh, it was, sorry uh it was it was really my when i was uh with my first wife that i actually got heavily into cigars because that was my escape i would go to the cigar lounge uh you know so that that's that's when the right there with it that's that's when the uh when the playing around turned into like a serious hobby you know yeah so so yeah uh kind of similar story with me um I know if, if people have listened to the podcast, you know, they'll know it too, but, uh, you know, in a roundabout way, this is how it's kind of the same, how I, I got into cigars as well. It was with my first wife and, you know, we had a lot of, we started off young. I mean, you know, we were together from high school. Um, and then, uh, I just, I started getting into cigars every now and again, you know, I'd smoke, you know, the flavored shit you know, yeah. cause I thought it was, those were good cigars. And then, uh, I got away from that. And then as problems arose, more problems arose in our marriage, my escape was cigars. I'd go out on the back patio or I'd go hang out with a buddy at the, at a smoke shop, you know, 40 minutes away from the house. Even though I had one literally down the street, I just, I hated that one. And that owner, me and the owner, we, 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 we bump heads. Um, yeah. he's kind of a dick. Um, so I wouldn't go to his lounge. I would go to uh, the smoke ring over in Webster before uh, Casa de Monte Cristo got there. And uh, so I'd go there and we would just hang out for hours because I didn't want to go home. I was yeah. hoping when I got home, she'd be in bed. Um, so that way then I wouldn't have to deal with shit. But that's when I started really getting into better cigars because uh, I was smoking them more frequently and everything was always changing for me. <laughs> And, and the rest is, especially ever since I started listening to different podcasts and smoking different things, you know, I've went from, you know, this, this many cigars to like fucking, yeah you know, a wide, a wide range of cigars. Yeah. That's I, I'm getting ready. I'm going to have to buy another, uh, another big, big ass Tupperdoor. Uh, 
because that's my my tupper door is full my my wine doors getting close but i mean that that could be remedied if i learn how to fucking store shit but you know <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i feel you i'm uh i'm debating on if i want to get a cooler door um and because i like to have my cigars displayed when you walk in the house and you like you look at my tv the very next thing you see is my humidor because nine times out of ten people are like what the fuck is that so I have a big humidor next to my TV, like in a shelf on the entertainment center. And then, uh, you see my breath? Yeah. Yeah. That never happens down here. I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I'm freezing. I'm keep, I'm alternating hands so I can keep one hand warm at all times. No, see that's, I, I'm, uh, I'm in the garage and I, I've got, I, I, I keep the heater going for like an hour and a half before I come out here. If I know I'm doing this, uh, like if I have somebody in the garage, like I got a, I got a case of hot hands. Uh, in case anybody needs the hot hands while while we're out here, and that's well, yeah, because it's fucking six degrees. Yeah, well, that's right now. <laughs> right now, it's fifty five degrees inside the garage. So, well, that's that's doable. Yeah. that's fifty five is is good all day long. But well, so uh, I could do I could do fifty five in the wind, man. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so I, that that I can do. I can do I can do anything above forty. Yeah. But if it's below 40, I start bitching because I'm like, that's too fucking cold. Too cold for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I have like a, I have a, a big humidor that uh, I actually, I built a wine rack for a buddy and um, we traded a humidor for the wine rack. And uh, so I took out all the shelves because it was, I didn't like how it was set up. So I took all the shelves and all the pegs out. I have six boxes in there stacked up with uh i've got the boveda packs inside the boxes and stuff like that so i have different i have different cigars in in every box uh i have one box dedicated to crown heads um but in my in my pride and joy humidor i have is where i keep all my roma craft i keep uh i don't feel like digging in the big box a lot so i go to my my other box that's on the bookshelf but that motherfucker is full too no. so i'm gonna I've got to. I've got to upgrade soon. My wife's gonna fucking kill me though. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, you know, the definitely the cost-effective way that that the wife can't get too pissed off about. You know, it's not going to be anything flashy, but uh, you get yourself a nice big Ziploc container, and uh, yeah, you're you're golden. That's yeah. I I don't know how many I've got in there, but it's 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 plenty. So yeah, and you just throw Beveda packs in there or what? Yeah. That's okay. I've got. You, uh, yeah. you, you know the the giant bovitas that they got now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got one of those plus a couple of uh, a couple of regular sized in the Tupper door, and then I've got two of the giants in my wine door. Plus, I've got um, like the crystal kitty litter with some distilled water at the bottom, and then I've got a fan in the middle that you know circulates, circulates the air. So, but yeah, nice. just keep nice. those keep those bovitas in there to keep everything stabilized. So yeah. Okay, so Bovedas are actually had a. I'm glad we talked about this because I had a customer come in the shop yesterday and was like, you know, I'm new to cigars. I have my wife got me a Coolador. Um, uh, he didn't call it a Coolador. He said he called it a wine refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, but I knew what he was talking about. And uh, he was like, he was asking me the best way to humidify that. And I said, I, I said, dude, I honestly don't really know because I. I didn't know. I didn't know if you could throw the Beveda packs in there or if it being cold, cooler in there, 
if it would dry them out quicker. So I told him, I said, man, I, I really don't know. So now, now I know. Yeah. That's, now I, know. I mean, depending on, depending on how big it is, like some people use like a, an Oasis or a Hydra, you know, one of the, one of the little, uh, like mass humidifiers, you know, I, I don't know what, what the technical name for them would be, but that's their brand names. Um, but I mean, even if I had something like that in there, I'd still keep Bovitas in there to keep it regulated, you know? Right. Right. So. Yeah. I use, um, I have a couple of Boveda packs in, in my big, not my big one in my, in my, my pride and joy humidor. Uh, I have a couple in there, but I also, and those are right at, I don't know, 69, 70, no, 72. Uh, and I use the, uh, I use some PG solution too, just to kind of help it. Cause I have some cigars on the top shelf as well that yeah. I just, there, I've got a bunch of, I have a bunch of Padrones on the top, uh, a bunch of the 1926s and 64s. Uh, and so I have those on there. So I, I use both things in there. And in my big humidor, um, I kind of do the same thing. I keep the box humidified with the PG, but inside each individual box, I throw in the Boveda packs. Yeah. So yeah, just because I want to make sure that at least they stay good, even if the big humidor is leaking a little bit, because I think it does and I need to fix it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's a nice standardized control measure um uh, mm-hmm. plus i mean like i i have a, a rotation like with all my regular sized packs uh eventually i have a rotation of the big ones but i mean you could recharge them i just put them in a container with distilled water you know a sealed container with distilled water and they they soak up all that all that moisture and you got you know basically a brand new bovita huh because i saw a dude uh doc stogies on instagram uh, I saw him say he did that, like recharge him. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, yeah. is that real? Oh yeah, I didn't know it was real." Yeah, ah. yeah, that's uh nice. So, like my the the big ones that I have are sixty five, and then the regular ones that I have, regular size ones are like sixty nine. I've got a few sixty five, a, a few sixty nine. So like I kind of I kind of place them strategically, uh, you know, just to I don't know, uh, maybe maybe. It's, it's probably not the best way to do it, but for some way in my mind, that seems to work. Right. So, hey, as long as it works, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter, I guess. But, right? I mean, all, all my cigars smoke fine. They, they, you know, they smoke the way that I want them. Cause that, like I said, the 65, like I, I like them a little drier than, than, uh, than most, I right. guess. So. Okay. Man, you are powering Man. through that fucking thing. Well, I started smoking it before, uh, before we got on, because yeah. I was like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna smoke another one anyway." I mean, I, I bought two of them <laughs> for this reason. Uh, not on a on a on a four to five hour shift at the shop. Uh, you know, I'll leave I'll leave one job and go straight to the shop most yeah. of the time. Um, and uh, I'll smoke three most of the time, three in a shift, unless I'm really busy. If I'm really busy, then I only do two. But most of the time, it's three. And on Sundays, when I'm there all day. It's usually four, and then yeah. I come home, and me and Mark will record the podcast, and I'll do another one. Uh, but if I don't get my fill, then I'll smoke two during the podcast, no matter what. Yeah. I don't care if we have 15 minutes left of what we're recording. I'm like, fuck it. I'm lining up another one. Yeah. And Mark's like, why? We're almost done. I was like, I don't know. I just need one. Yeah. 
No, and I, I'm almost kind of the same way. Like, if I end up running short or something, because uh, I'll usually record and then I'll, because I, I don't really edit much. I'll just cut the cut the front, cut the back, throw in the intro and outro, and I'm done. Uh, right. So, like, normally I'll record and then I'll do the rest of it later. But, like, if I finish up early, you know, I'll I'll light another cigar and I'll take care of the, you know, the, the post uh, right, right afterwards, so. But no, yeah. every day I usually smoke about three, which is why I like I've brought it up before in like the the, the hot ticket uh, cigar faction, you know about cheap cigars. Uh, right. You know that that's I I smoke about three a day. That's uh, on the way to work. If I've got time at work, I'll smoke one on lunch, um, and then after work. So that's I, you know I I I go with the uh, with the with the uh, cheap uh, Nicaraguan over ones and Dominican overruns from Cigar Page, uh, okay. you know, a bundle of twenty of those is like thirty-seven bucks. So, right, right. You know, it's definitely so. What I'll usually do is I'll grab a smaller one for the way to work, and I'll grab uh, like a an actual good quality cigar uh, for lunch, uh, like a smaller one. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I'll have like a, a bigger cheap one for after work. Uh, right. So if I don't get a chance on lunch, then I'll just save that one for after work. So, you know, I, I do get at least that one quality smoking. One good. Yeah. yeah. So. I got you. I kind of, I got lucky. Um, used to whenever I didn't get the discount at CDM. God, that win. It's not bad if that win doesn't fucking blow uh but um before i got my discount at at uh casa um i didn't i didn't smoke near as much one yeah um and two i would smoke one a day you know and I, so i'd make sure since i only got one a day i'd make sure that my time was good and the cigar was going to be good <clears throat> but I get a I get a pretty decent discount, and also every shift I work, I get a free cigar up to twenty dollars, um, and then I get a free Altadis product. So like HR, H Upman, uh, Monty, uh, Romeo and Julieta, uh, the fuck, what's the name of that one? It's really fucking I can't remember it. Um, so usually I'll grab I'll grab a NHR or. Every now and again, I'll, if I feel like something light, I'll go with a, a, a classic series. But because I get that, I usually smoke something good, yeah. you know, uh, most of the time. And if it, now whenever I have to replenish or if I feel like buying something, even though I get a discount, I still buy, you know, my favorite one is still the Cro-Magnon. It's like nine bucks, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the La Carême, which we have to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, even though you talked about it last week, I still have I, I still got it. Oh, I haven't su- had a chance to listen to it yet. I, I'm sure I repeat myself quite a bit, but you know, no. So so we were talking about it a little bit yesterday uh, uh, when when we were setting this up for today. Um, but you know, he on the on the last episode of uh, Cigar Heads, they reviewed the La Carême from Crown Heads, and as I was listening to it. Uh, I sent him a I sent him a text message saying, you know, I I <laughs> I, I don't agree with you guys on on that one. Uh, so, you know, here we are. Like, I don't know. It just it just doesn't do it for me. Like the rest of uh, well, like mo- most of the rest of the Crown Heads lineup, uh, that one's not 
I'd, I'd say that one's the middle of the road for me with, with their lineup. Really? I, you know, uh, the first, the very first time I had it, I, I mean, for me, it just, it just did something for me. You know, it's, yeah. it's got the, it's got the flavors. It's got the flavors that I like. It's, uh, I mean, to me, it's a, it's a solid smoke. It's a solid, solid smoke. And, uh, everyone I've ever had has, has never let me down. I've never had any issues. I haven't had, uh, didn't have to worry about it going out. Nothing. And it looks, it look it looks amazing. Now see that appearance of the cigar. That's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I've never had any problems with them or anything. It just doesn't like the, the flavor profile one. That just doesn't do it for me. Uh, like I it, got it, you. It, it, it doesn't stand out. Like the uh, like the Court Reserve or the La Imperiosa, like in, in my opinion, the La Imperiosa is uh, almost unbeatable um, in in a, in a normal in a normal release lineup. You're you're not going to get much better than that La Imperiosa. And for the money for that La Imperiosa, yeah. I mean, you're it's at my shop. It's under ten bucks, dude. It's it's a great great smoke. I've been turning. I turn a lot of people on to. The stuff I, I get into lately, like yeah. uh, Foundation, Aroma Craft, um, the Crown Heads, I, those are like the three main people are like, hey, give me a good smoke, you know, something something new. I'm like, well, I guarantee you've never had any of these motherfuckers. Yeah. So let's go. Um, and, you know, a lot of times every, everybody comes to me and they're like, you know, hey, that that one really did it. And one of the one of the ones I always recommend is the uh, La Imperiosa. Especially if they say they want something dark and strong, yeah. I'm like, "Fuck, I got you right here." Oh yeah. Um, we only have three boxes of the Court Reserve, and we're almost out of one of them. So, uh, I'm trying to talk my boss into getting some more, but since we're corporate, it's so hard to get some of the stuff in because oh, that, you know, that's you, a, that's a limited release too. I don't know how much was actually left out there. Yeah, exactly. Which. I'm hoping that it's not a limited release. I'm hoping they're like, nah, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it going. Well, I imagine, uh, I imagine it's probably going to be a limited release, uh, and they're just going to release it every year. You know, it's, it's going to be a yearly, yearly edition. Um, then that'll be fine. Yeah. Which I, I think that was their, their plan from the get go. Um, because I think they only made what, 2000 boxes of the, of the court reserve Stuff like that. So, um, but man, so I'm, I, I've got to listen to that uh, to, to your latest episode, so that way I can figure out everything about the Lacrim. And I don't know, but this one, this is the I don't know the fifth or sixth time I've had the uh, LC17, and it's gotten it's gotten better every time. It's, I definitely I definitely prefer this over the 18, um, and then I can't remember much about the the. 16 and i don't think i had any of them previous to that so right um but yeah this so i mean by default this one's my favorite that i've had um yeah the the 18 wasn't wasn't anything really impressive so it was just a lot of hype built up around it yeah and that's why like as soon as it came out there was a lot of pictures on instagram and whatnot about it just because that's you know it was the the new the new cool thing the new yeah. shiny shiny new toy that was out 
which I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that, but I think I, I think I like the seventeen better. Well, that and with uh, you know a lot of the guys that we associate with uh, via social media, you know, are centered around like our our Instagram group that we're in. Like you know, we're we're centered around the hot ticket podcast, and right. they are just absolute fanboys over that eighteen. You know, yeah, they are. But, yeah, they are, and that's. You know, hey, that's fine, man. I'm I'm sure it does do it for them. Um, but yeah, that's for for me. It just wasn't it. Yeah, I, I got you. I, I can get behind that. Um, fuck. <sighs> um, <laughs> it's I'm telling you, this this shit's fucking killing me. <laughs> but, uh, you, uh, you'll you'll be all right. The the it's it's warmer inside, and you can warm up then. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, or I could just go stand in the sun. Since it's sun, I can just I'll just bask in it. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna do that for a second. (laughs) So, uh, you guys just had your tenth episode. Um, I think by the time that this comes out, you guys will just have your eleventh episode. Yep. Uh, Because this this will be out not this Friday, but the following Friday. Okay, so we'll actually have twelve out. Okay. So what what day do you release uh, cigar heads on? We release uh, Friday morning. He Mark uh, launches it. Uh, he launches it at midnight Thursday night. Okay. So right first thing Friday morning. So when people wake up, it's it's usually it's usually out there. So I, I think I think that's something I got to change because I usually do a uh, seven o'clock on um, uh, Fridays, seven p.m. So I, yeah. I I was actually thinking about that the other day about switching it to the morning. I, I honestly I would um, because if I know that it's coming out in the morning then I'm more likely to listen to it because Fridays for my regular job, I actually have to go to the office and I sit. So it's, I'm not in and out of my vehicle all day long going into places. Yeah. Um, so I actually have to go sit in the office to, uh, for, for work. I got to go, I got to do a bunch of shit on the computer. So, I mean, that's whenever I throw my headphones in. So I, I would suggest a, a Friday, like a morning release, not necessarily, maybe not on a Friday if you don't want, yeah. Um, but if you if you're used to Fridays, I would just, you know, say same time or same same day, different time, you know, uh, to see if your listens go up. Yeah. Um, well, that's I mean, shit, dude. Most most of the time I, I'm out here uh, like Friday afternoon, like getting the shit ready to to get released. So, it's, right. You know, I, I'm also thinking about just saying, fuck it and. Like I, I'll I'll release it when it gets done, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's that too. It, it it's nice having one in the bank because like the the one that the one that'll come out before this is uh, uh comedian Keegan Damron. Uh, so he was in here the other night, and um, you know we had a good time. So by the time this gets released, we were talking about you were going to go back and listen to the one uh, that's uh, that's the one that's out now. Uh, it's Michael Bur- Michael Burnham. Uh, okay. that's the episode that we were talking about with the locker room. Um, so by the time this is out, there'll be another episode in between them. So, all right, I'll, uh, actually, you know what? I'll listen, I'll give it a listen today while I'm doing my yard work. Cause I mean, look at this grass. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's nice it never, and green. It, it, hey, that's, that's Houston for you. My whole front yard is green. It's thick and green, and the back here, I need to, I need to throw some weed and feed on it to get it, to get it back to lush. 
So I'm going to have to find out where, because uh, there, there's another podcast, a podcast you might be interested in, um, called The Bearded Idiots. And they do uh, they do whiskey reviews and then just general bullshit afterwards. Okay. And I, it's called The Bearded Idiots? Yeah, and I, I can't remember what part of Texas they're in, but if they're... Uh, if they're close to you, I'm gonna to have to send them into uh, your shop, and uh, have you yeah, have definitely. you set them up because they they were they were looking for recommendations. Uh, one of them smokes reg, smokes regularly, uh, the other two not so often. So it's like yeah, if definitely. If they're around your area, I'll have to I'll have to send them your way so you could set them up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely take care of them. And me and Mark one day, uh, on a maybe on a Sunday or something Sunday morning. I'll get there early enough to clean everything up, get everything ready in the shop, and then maybe before we open, try to try to do a recording. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it in the humidor, but I don't know that. Um, I don't know that my boss will allow that, or if CDM will allow that. Uh, yeah. But I may do it in the lounge because there's good acoustics, and usually on a at nine o'clock in the morning, there's nobody there, so. So the the CDM out by me, uh, they've got a absolutely glorious VIP lounge in the basement, and they uh-huh. have they have like a separate conference room, a theater, you know, all this shit. So um, I was going to because uh, I know a couple people there, and I was going to see about using the the conference room down there to uh, to do a podcast or something. But I don't know. We'll I'm sure we'll see. I'm sh- I'm sure they would let you, um, especially if you give them a shout out. Um, they might make you pay a little bit. I don't know. Well, no, that's uh, I already know. talked to them. They said as long as I'm with a, uh, as long as I'm with a, a regular VIP and I get the guest pass, then it would be fine. So. Oh, okay. That'd be badass. Then you could record in a heated room that's not 55. Yeah. Because <laughs> sure, it was. I, I'm sure by that ahead. time it'll probably be uh, summertime anyway. So. Yeah, how hot does it get up there in the summer? Anywhere, anywhere. Like, I mean, we've we've had, I mean, usually usually the dead of summer. It's usually uh, you know nineties or so, uh, which normally I would say something about the humidity. But you're in Houston, so I'm sure I could <laughs> I'm sure I could fuck off with my humidity comments. <laughs> yeah, um, well, just like I fuck off, I can fuck off with my cold comments. That's, that's right. So I mean, <laughs> you know, we we we've got our ups and downs, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, what was I about to say? You ever I get don't out? Remember. You ever get out by Austin much or no? Uh, I used to when I was younger. I used to. Um, now I I don't that often. Uh, I'm actually waiting to hear from Corey uh, when he's planning a trip to Austin to go to Roma Dojo. Um, because uh, I'm hoping I can. Because it's only about. The way I drive, two and a half, three hours from Houston. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm hoping to be able to try to get out there and smoke with them a little bit. Yeah, I got to get back out in the sun. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to get out there and smoke with them. I have a buddy too that I did a uh, I did a radio show with uh, right after Christmas, um, and he's he's actually going to Nicaragua to go to Nesuño. Um, and stuff for, for about a week or so, uh, here pretty soon, actually. Um, and he's wanting to plan a trip to go to the Romacraft headquarters, which I think would be 
fucking badass. Yeah. I really want to go. I really want to go. Yeah, that's I mean the reason I brought it up is um there's a there's a pretty sweet cigar lounge uh south of Austin in Buda uh called the Cigar Vault. Okay. Um one of my buddies from Cigar Geeks uh works there and that's where we had our Cigar Palooza this past uh, September. Ah. So it was uh it was a mighty fine time, but it's it's a cool little lounge. It's a happening little place, uh, you know, in in a small town. Yeah, Buda is that that whole area, the whole Austin, Buda, San Antonio, all that stuff, all that hill country, dude, is gorgeous. Yeah, it is so beautiful. Um, usually, whenever I drive out there, like if, especially if I'm by myself and I'm in the I'm on the back roads, like in Green or whatever. Uh, over by Canyon Lake and all this, um, it's so it's so pretty. Usually, I just roll my windows down, I turn the music off, and I'm just I'm just cruising. Yeah. Just it's it's just gorgeous. Um, but I'll have to check that out. It's called the C- Cigar Vault. Yeah. Okay, I have to definitely check that out because yeah. it sounds it sounds like it's right up my alley. Yeah, it's a it's a little place, but they got a nice uh, a nice back patio area where they do. Uh, like some acoustic music and whatnot, but uh, and inside the walk-in, the walk-in is actually the old vault for the bank, and uh, <laughs> they, they still have the little, the little safe back there that was the original safe for the bank inside wow. the vault uh, that that they can't open. Um, huh. But yeah, it's a it's a cool little spot, man. Definitely, definitely a place to check out if anyone's in that area. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Fuck, I had something to say. Uh, I do this a lot, too. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, so there's a place, it's somewhere in Texas. I can't remember where it's at, but it's called the Train Car Cigar Bar. I it's heard supposed that, to be pretty badass. I heard that on, what is it, a Cigar Talk podcast? Probably. Uh, mm-hmm. That's I, I just started, I, I give them a listen every once in a while. Uh when, uh, I mean, nothing against them, but when I'm when I'm running low on my regular listens, uh, I've got that on reserve to, you know, right. I, I could I could binge that and get caught up uh, with 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 a lot more ease than trying to binge, you know, uh, Rogan or Last Podcast or you know anything like that. So right, right. Um, that place is supposed to be pretty badass. I actually just went. So I just, I had a, for, for work, I had a, um, a big convention that I had to go to that was in Fort Worth. Well, we stayed in downtown. There's a cigar bar there called Silverleaf, the Silverleaf Cigar Lounge. I used to think it was really cool. Um, it's still pretty, it's a nice place. It's pretty cool. Uh, because you go in there and you have a full bar. Uh, the, the humidor though, uh, that's something to be desired. They, um, they have I could probably fit twelve of their humidors into mine at CDM. Yeah. And uh their prices are way up. Like uh paid for a um I paid for a T fifty two the other day that was twenty bucks. And at my shop and another local shop over here they're fifteen. Yeah. You know, but of course you're paying also for the atmosphere and you know, all that shit. And then they have waitresses that come and they toast your cigar and they cut your cigar and 
I wouldn't have had him cut my cigar if I didn't forget my shit in my in my hotel room. <laughs> I would have been like, nah, I, I got it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then I went with a V cut because I usually go V cut anyway. And the chick, like, she pulls out this, the cheap little plastic, the cheap little plastic one that barely gets into the cigar. And I was like, ah, I should have just went straight. But I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like messing with her and being, being that guy. So I just, I just toughed it out. I'll tell you what, I, I ordered these uh, a couple days ago, the scissors, uh, scissors slash multi-tool. Um, they have the the uh, the uh, air air uh, yeah the purge do, don't they yeah the yeah. purge uh, the purge stick or whatever you want to call it um, I fucking love it man like I I I love cutting my cigar with it uh, it's just such a such a clean cut uh, on a bigger ring gauge it's it's not so great but on you know on on most of the, you know like fifty two fifty four it's just perfect right. it's perfect so, yeah right I've I've thought about uh, I've thought about buying one. Uh, we have a couple of nice Zycar ones. Um, I just, I just hadn't pulled the trigger. I, I think if I were to buy another cutter, my wife would be like, what the fuck do you need 12 cutters for? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I just, I have different moods. Sometimes I want to use this straight cut. Sometimes I want to use these scissors. Sometimes I want to use a V cut. Yeah. Sometimes I do the crown cut and no. you know, it just, I don't know, but I don't need her. I don't. I don't need her getting mad at me saying, "Why do you need another fucking cutter?" All right, man. So, so, so. I ha- I haven't had a uh, a V cutter deep enough to do like a solid crown cut. So, I you know I with with my with my regular V cutter, you know I could you know get the get the X on there, but it's not that pretty little crown that you guys post on Instagram and whatnot. Um, but, me neither. Uh, uh, so, okay. So you you haven't you haven't done it like that either. I do a crown cut, but I'd never like mine is not as good as there's a dude in uh his name is Nick. I can't remember his Instagram name. Yeah. In the he's the one that does the fucking amazing ass crown cuts. Because yeah, he's got that Calibri V cut. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna have to ask him uh if if that is just for visual pleasure or or if it's if it's any better than just doing a straight uh, a, a straight cut. I don't I you know, and I, you can't really see it, but yeah. I did kind of a small one with my uh, Zycar V. Yeah, that's that's how and, I'll, I'll do it. And it's, I just like the look of it because when when you do it, if people don't, if people have never really seen it, they're like, "Why do you do that?" It's just, I, to me, I think it's aesthetically pleasing, but um, it's also a good to me. I feel like it's a good conversation starter. Um, I don't think it really, I think it's more equivalent to a straight cut rather than, uh, just a regular V. Yeah. Just because you, you've opened up a lot more of the cigar. Well, that's right. I've, I've done that before because the draw wasn't as good as I wanted it to. So I just add another, you know, you know, I, I, I would exit like that. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I was, I was just wondering if, uh, cause I, I, I thought that you did it the same way as him, uh, as well, but yeah, just. Just it seems like a, a straight cut would do the trick, but it just looks cooler to have that crown cut. Yeah, it it does. It's just uh, it's just for to me. It's just for aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done with that one. I'm about to fire up another one. Mm-hmm. So are you doing so, a, a a second Los Cavaleros, or did you did you grab something different? You know, so this is my this is what I do for. Uh, see if I can figure out how to flip it. I can't. 
Tell me if you can see. Yeah, it's, I've got it. This is my little box that I take with me to work. Yep. And uh, I've got some got some decent stuff in there. Um, so I actually may do. I'm guessing you're you know, gonna pull out it. that whiskey rebellion. No, I'm saving no? that one for uh for I'm saving that one for a coworker because he's never had one. Um, and he's the one that gave me the black Irish that I had the other day. Uh or a couple weeks ago, rather. Um, and so I'm going to give him, and he's, he's always giving me some good cigars. He gave me, um, he gave me a Cuban when I first started. He gave me a Wonderlust when I first started that I still have. Uh, so he's giving me a lot of stuff. So at least I can do is give him a whiskey rebellion that we don't carry at the shop. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to actually, since we're, since we're going with the Las Calaveras, I'm going to do, Another one. Yep. Keep it going. Keep so, it going. Jesus. So now you do you do uh, reviews on your show, and right. you you guys have mentioned that you'll you'll smoke it at least twice uh, when you do the review. Uh-huh. Now, when you do that, do you do it back to back like you're doing now, or will you smoke one, smoke one today, and then smoke one in a in a few days or a week from now or something for a review? Uh, typically, I'll smoke. Um, the other day, because it had been a while since I had the, uh, since I had the, uh, locker room. Yeah. Um, so on Sunday when I was at the shop before we recorded on Tuesday, I ended up smoking one. I smoked one in the morning. Um, I smoked one in the morning and then, um, I waited, I waited a little bit. I, I threw something light in there. Uh, and then I smoked the other one after I ate. Yeah. So usually I, I don't smoke them usually back to back to do the review. Um, I wouldn't think so. But, you know, it's uh, sometimes sometimes I will. But I usually uh, pull out my notepad on my phone and write, you know, flavor notes, what the fillers and all this stuff are. So. Yeah, that's uh, I I leave the reviews to uh, to you guys and Chris and Corey on the hot ticket and uh, everybody else. That's I don't I don't think I'm um, seasoned enough to to do any quality reviews. So I just I'm like not I I just like to I just like to sit here and bullshit with people, man. <laughs> so actually, uh, I've had a really hold on. I have a bad habit of doing that. Actually, I've, I've had a really good time so far, um, and. I'm not a seasoned vet either. Uh, for uh, yeah, I'm not a seasoned vet either for the reviews. I just, I just like to, I like to get on there and talk. I like to talk about what I think about the cigar, and if people don't like it, then they don't have to hear it, you know. So it's just, I say you try to do one one day. Well, that's I, I've I've done a little bit, um, but that's. Uh... You know that that's why I like listening to you guys because you've got Chris and Corey who are you know a bit more advanced than the average smoker, and then right. you know with you and Mark you you get to hear the the average smoker's point of view. So that, exactly. that's that's why I like listening to both. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking about every once in a while doing doing some sort of review, but I don't know. Well, see, if yeah. I, if if anybody else out there that's listening uh, would like that, then let me know. 
Yeah, hit him up on his email. Yep. Hit him up on his Instagram account. That's Brian at theherfcast.com and the Herfcast podcast. Yep, there you go. But, uh, you know, this one, this this uh, 2017 that I just fired up, actually, it tastes better than the last one I just had. Yeah, same box. I don't know why. Same box. Same box. Um, I don't know. I did a straight cut on this one. And uh, just because we were talking about it, so I was like, fuck it, let's let's do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually got a little bit of a better draw than I'd even do with the uh, uh, with a star cut, crown cut, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a good smoke, man. It, it really is. It goes great. Uh, I had one uh, about a month ago. Uh, at the shop uh, in the morning uh, with with a nice cup of coffee, actually four cups of coffee. Uh, <laughs> usually, uh, I'm not a I'm not much of a morning person. And today, because it was so cold, uh, and with Caitlin, we didn't want to like my wife. So my wife's Mexican, and um, they have this thing where they don't want the baby uncovered. So everything can you hear me good yeah yeah I just noticed um, oh no, you're good uh they don't want the baby uncovered i mean i'm telling you socks it can be 50 degrees outside she sends her outside with a fucking coat yeah like a coat coat <laughs> and i'm like it's not that cold she goes well for the baby it is i'm like yeah. oh come on so today was my only day to sleep in because i took today off because I knew it was going to be pretty. I wanted to do yard work. We had this planned. We've been trying to get it in the works for about three weeks now. Yep. Um, and uh, so she was like, well, it's going to be really cold. Do you mind just taking her to my mom's? Like, let her sleep in a little bit. I was like, yeah, that's fine. She gets up at fucking 645. <laughs> and my wife was like, well, do you want me to just take her? And I was like, no, I'll take her. It's fine. She was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. She goes, well, maybe she'll go back to sleep. Now nah, she didn't go back to sleep. No. And so I ended up taking her to my mother-in-law's about 9.30, which I, I enjoyed spending time with her. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I also wanted to sleep some, too. Uh, but since I don't have I don't have to do anything today, I'm just chilling. Yeah. You know. No, that's when, when, uh, I'm, on, when I'm on 3 to 11s, um, you know, it's kind of brutal because I, I get home about, you know, 11.15, 11.30, and I have to wake up. At like, you know, 7.30 or so, uh, 7, uh, today it was like 6.45, somewhere around there. You know, my son wakes up, my wife has to go to work. And um, it's like, man, I, I would like to I would like to sleep in a little bit, but that only happens uh, if I'm 3 to 11s on Saturday or something. So Right, right. My, my wife is Monday through Friday, and I'm, I'm pretty much every day. All over the so, place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I... Uh... You know, so with my regular job, so I do uh, marketing for a pediatric home health company. So we do physical, occupational, and speech therapy for for kids with special needs. So I go visit doctors' offices and all this kind of stuff all the time. And um, this event we do, and we do events events on the weekends as well sometimes. And so on days that, like, if I work, you know, eight hours on a Saturday then I get to take eight hours off during the week. Yeah. But I usually bank them because I'm we're, we've been so busy lately doing different meetings and all this other shit. And, uh, 
so today I was like, yesterday, actually, I woke up and I was like, fuck this, dude. I don't want to get up and do shit. I just wanted to lay in bed because it was cold outside. It was cloudy. And, um, but I went in cause I had a, I had a lot of stuff I had to do. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm taking tomorrow off. And then you hit me up and I was like, yes, definitely taking tomorrow off now. That's and I, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad it dawned on me yesterday because I, I wasn't thinking about it at all. Uh, you know, cause I know a few weeks ago, it's like, yeah, next time I'm on three to 11s, I'll hit you up. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting there yesterday and like I said, I was, I was listening to your, your guys' episode and it's like, oh shit. I'm on three to 11s. I got to hit up Denny and see if uh, he's got anything going on. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. We, um, I'm, I'm glad you did, man. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to hound you. And then I, I also go to the negative and like with episode number 10 of, of our podcast, I thought it went really well. I thought it was, I thought it was a good episode. There's been some that I'm listening to like, ah, we could have done this better. We could have done this better, but I'm also, I, I'm such a competitor. I want, I want it to be good all the time. And I want to learn how to make it better every single day. And, um, you know, I want to be the best. It's not going to happen. I know because it's based on everyone's perspective, but I want it to be the best. Well, exactly. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, I went straight to the negative though. Uh, I was like, man, I hadn't heard from Brian in a while. Maybe I should hit him up. I was like, no, I don't want to bug him. And then I was like, maybe he just doesn't want us on. Like, maybe he doesn't want me on because maybe, you know, our podcast isn't that good, as good as I think it is. No. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, then I got to thinking about it. I was like, no, you know what? Fuck this. I was like, no, it's it's a good podcast. I I like it. And if, as long as we like doing it, then we're going to keep doing it. Exactly. That's you know? uh, they're, they're, uh, I'm on a Twitter group, a podcast Twitter group, and uh, we had one guy talking about how he's going to hang it up and because he's not getting any – any anything out of it, you know? I, I asked him, I was like, you know, do you do you like doing it? Because he was talking about setting up a Patreon. He's like, but you know, if that doesn't work, then I'm out. You know? I was like, like, do do you enjoy it? Like, do do you, is it an escape from reality? Like, you know, or or does it make you miserable doing it? He's like, no, right. I enjoy doing it. I'm just not getting anything out of it. He's like, well, for one, it's like, all right, fine, dude, set up a Patreon, and I'll I'll support you. You know. Uh, if, if you get enjoyment out of it and it keeps you happy, then I, I could get behind that. I was like, right. But if, if you're doing it and it's not making you happy just to make you happy, then it's probably not the right avenue for you, you know? Right. Right. But, yeah. And, that, and that's, that's true. You know, Mark and I have, have talked too, and it's like, uh, you know, if we can get one, if we get one listener, or we make one person laugh because of our stupidity, then then we're doing our we're doing our job. Yeah. And we like we like doing it because if we weren't doing it for the podcast, I guarantee you he would still come over once a week and we'd smoke cigars and we'd do the exact same thing we're doing now on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. But now people just people just get to hear our good time. Yeah. That's to me and, to me it's a it's a it's a happy sacrifice for me. Uh, you know, I, I pay for the website. I, uh, you know, pay for a couple of things. I just ordered some shirts. I got some stickers, uh, you know, and to me, that's just, um, you know, Hey, if anybody wants them, great. Uh, but shoot, send me a fucking shirt. Tell me how much it costs. Yeah, that's, I mean, exactly. Uh, but that's, uh, you know, it, it, it gives me an excuse to do shit like this, you know, exactly. 
So if that's all I get out of it, I'm fucking happy, dude. Like, you know, talk, talking to members of, of, you know, one of my favorite bands, like, um, you know, I've got a couple other things lined up that hopefully, you know, go through and, uh, you know, that's, that's what does it for me, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just like, you know, you worded it really well when you said it's just an escape from reality because that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mark and I sit outside for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours recording, you know, because a lot of times we'll, we'll record and when we put everything up, we, you know, we listen to it a little bit and like, oh, we could have done this better, done that, whatever. Um, but my wife's inside, the baby's inside. We're just, we're just hanging out. Yeah. And chilling, you know, and it's, it's just an escape from reality is what it is. And it's fun to do. So you guys don't, you guys don't record outside, do you? We record, uh, actually I'll show you. So I have a little sunroom that I've made into my, I'm going to flip you, my, my barbecue pit. Made of many, many good briskets and ribs. Um, but this is our little like sunroom. Uh, got some, trying to work on getting some decor up. So I got a Fuente yeah. 10 sign and I've got some, I got some stuff down there, small punch sign and dartboard, but this is the room we record in most of the time. Okay. I was going to say, if it's raining, uh, I, I was going to say like the, the couple of pictures and videos that you guys have posted of like you did the, you did the live, the live video or whatever while you guys were recording one day and fuck Mark up, which was uh, pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, that's it, you know definitely looked like you were you were inside. Yeah, we uh, it's um, it's our sunroom, but it's actually not. Uh, it was added onto the house, and um, but there's no insulation at all. So whatever it is outside, I mean, if it's thirty degrees outside, it's probably thirty five in there. Yeah, but we can't turn on that AC the window unit because for the heater because it's too loud. Yeah. Uh now, the other day, Tuesday night, dude, it was raining bad. I mean, it was raining really bad. And Mark was on his way over at like 9 o'clock. And that that roof in there is a metal roof. So when it rains, it's loud. And then I'm missing a gutter from one of the sides over here. So water just pours out of that thing. And it hits the concrete and it's really loud. So we were going to do it in the office and not get to smoke. Well, by the time he got here and we got everything set up, it stopped raining and stopped thundering. And so we ended up just going out into the garage because there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of, uh, uh, water still running off the ceiling. And so we, um, we ended up going into the garage, so I was able to smoke, which I was I was thrilled to death because I was like, dude, I can't record this podcast and not fucking smoke. Yeah. But my wife would cut my nuts off if I smoked in the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's I'm I'm happy that uh you know my my wife kind of almost like forced me to like you know turn the garage into like my my space you know the man cave as as, as you know most will say. <laughs> Uh, which I, I'm really happy she did because uh, I've got this little corner here and uh, eventually I'm going to make the, the whole garage into like the 
the play place, the the studio, the you know whatever whatever it turns out to be. So, right, yeah, dude, I love all the I love all the decor on the wall, and then that I guess over over to your right hand side is where all your boxes are, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought about yeah. doing a box wall as well. Man, you got some badass boxes. Yeah, most of them are uh, most of them are my own purchases. Uh, there were a couple that that people have brought over and, and given to me. Well, if you were if you were down in Texas, I'd say come by the shop once a week because we just give our boxes away. Oh well, no, that's the thing. I I could go get plenty of boxes if I want, but I want to mm. keep it like you know shit that I've purchased. Ah, you know. I got you. I got you. Instead of just having like a, a badass, super hard to find box, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, I just got that box. I didn't buy them." Yeah, exactly. I got you. Yeah, I'm with you. I can I can that's, get behind that. Like there's there's one box that I bought. Um, it was a it was a box from 2000, 2012. Uh, I bought from a buddy of mine on Cigar Geeks uh, a box of Quesadas. Um, and you know, pretty much the only reason I bought that box from is because it's autographed and dated. So it's like, I need to put that on my wall. So like, yeah. I, you know, I bought the box of cigars from them and you know, they were good cigars. I'm not going to say that they weren't like they were, you know, definitely worth the money I paid for them. Um, but, that's uh, the company that makes uh Oktoberfest too, right? Quesada? Yeah. Yeah. Which I've got a, uh, I got a keg on reserve, uh, from like 2011 or something. Uh, cause he sent me. He sent me the Oktoberfest from, like he, the, you know, that box from 2012, and Oktoberfest from 14, I think, and a keg from mm-hmm. 13. So I think I'm going to smoke that keg on uh, St. Patty's Day this year, and then I'll smoke. There you go. I'll smoke that Oktoberfest, um, you know, in October. So. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I had a buddy of mine um, get me. He bought me two Oktoberfest 2016s. I smoked one. But I have one just I have one just hanging out in the humidor, just just chilling, along with my uh, those angels angels anvil uh, yeah. the TAA 2016s that I have. Uh, I had five. We had a box in the back, and I asked one of my managers. I was like, "Hey, dude, whose are these?" He was like, "I don't think anybody's." He was like, "You can have them." I was like, "Fuck." Nice. So. Uh, I was like, hell yeah. So I smoked one uh, during a recording of a podcast. You remember, I don't know if you've listened to them all, but we did yeah. an episode where me and Mark had to record, re-record an episode. Yep. Because our friends, had they decided to just get fucking obliterated. Yeah. And um, I smoked a cigar that day, but I wasn't going to fire up another one because I only have, I ended up trading a guy for a AJ Fernandez Mahembe or something like that um, that came out in like 2013. Uh, supposed to be hard to find. It's supposed to be good, but I don't know. Um, I have it chilling as well. But uh, I ended up uh, trading him one for that. And then um, I ended up giving one to Mark. So maybe when we record episode number 100, he'll smoke that one if no. we make it that long. No. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, I've got I've got two more left, and I'm just gonna sit on them for a long time. Yeah, that's 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 definitely a fun aspect of the hobby for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then I actually had a guy. Uh, so I posted a picture of him one day, and uh, John Huber uh, wrote a comment. Was like, you know, I think that this one rivals the 2018 TAA, but. Uh, 
I smoked the 18 and the 18 was good. I had a guy, uh, actually I was like, yeah, I got to try to find one. And I had a dude message me. and was like, Hey dude, I'll, I'll send you one. Shoot me your address. Uh, so I sent him my address. I didn't think he was really going to do it, but sure enough, he fucking did it. And I smoked that bitch. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But the 16, I think the 16 was better, but it was good. Yeah, it's, I like, I like the 15s. Um, I just picked up a, a five of them, uh, from, from another buddy on cigar geeks, uh, Dan, um, but with that, I got three, three sixteen and three seventeen of the uh, Paniolos, which oh, I haven't, nice. I haven't smoked any of those yet. Uh, I'm trading one of the sixteens for a uh, Tat TAA fiftieth. Um, so yeah, I'm not not sure when I'm going to break into those. I got you. I actually had Shane uh, send me a, a twenty eighteen Paniolo uh, that I've got sitting in the humidor too. I just I want to smoke it, but at the same, because I know they're for smoking and you're never going to know if it's good unless you smoke it. But there's some that I just have a hard time firing up. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, it's the only one I have. If I had another one, you know, I'd, yeah, I would definitely smoke it. Now, um, now along those lines, um, you know, the, the guy that I got the Quesada box from, Bruce, like, you know, I think he, he put it the best way, uh, you know, when it comes to those hard to find cigars and the and the special, you know, super rare cigars, the unicorns and all that, is uh, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, dude, you never know when you're gonna go. Um, that's true. You know, uh, smoke them while you got them. Uh, that's uh, you know, I bought my dad. Uh, uh, it was a Forbidden X. Uh, I don't know, probably like probably like six or seven years ago for Father's Day, and uh, up here it was like sixty bucks. Um, Indiana's got stupid taxes, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and and I gave it to me. He's like, God, I don't know when I'm going to smoke this cigar. You know, this and that. I was like, uh, whenever you want. He's like, Oh, it's got to be a special occasion. I said, Well, you know, turn a shitty day into a special occasion. You know, there you go. You're having a shitty day. That's going to turn it right the fuck around, man. Yeah, yeah, it will. You know, it so, will. I've, and I can attest to those things. Yeah, absolutely. So that's. I mean, I, I definitely hold on to some, but uh, you know, every once in a while, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I might as well smoke that one today. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had bad days at work, and I'm just I told my wife I'm like, babe, I, you know, I was like, you know what, I want to sit outside, I'm gonna smoke a cigar, and I, it's been a shitty day. I don't know what to smoke. She's like, smoke something good. Yeah, true, very true. And that's 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 usually when like that that's about the only time that I'll tell my wife like, look, I, you know, are are you sure you're good if I go out for a couple hours because I'm gonna smoke this, you know, this good cigar. Uh, you know, I'm going to smoke a really good one today, so I don't want to be bothered, you know, not, you know, not, not for trivial shit anyway. Right. You know, which, uh, I mean, my wife's great. Like 95% of the time, uh, you know, especially if I'm on the podcast or if I'm just out here, uh, you know, watching a game or something, um, you know, she's really great about just letting me do my thing. So, yep. 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 Uh, mine's, mine's the same, you know, every now and again, she, she'll interrupt me or she'll be like, Hey, I need you to keep Caitlin, uh, you know, keep her outside for a minute. Cause I just, I need a break or whatever. And I'll, you know, smoke while I have the baby. Uh, but most of the time she doesn't do that. Most of the time, if I'm out here smoking, she just leaves me be, um, like today I told her, I said, Hey, you know, I'm getting on with Brian at, uh, about 1030 and, uh, you know, to record. So I was like, you know, it's, 
I'll, I'll be away from my phone for a while, even though I'm on my phone, but I'm not going to stop it to, to text or anything. Yeah. And she was like, Oh yeah, I got you. She actually sent me a text about 20 minutes ago. I was like, are you still doing the interview? And I was like, yep. I didn't respond. So that's like saying, yeah. 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 Uh, well, she is, she's really good about letting me, about letting me do my own thing. Um, but usually whenever she's here and I don't have anything going on, you know, I'm, my attention's with her and Caitlin and the kids and, you know, just hanging out. So when I'm here, I'm here. Yeah. So she lets me do my own thing. Which I, I think, I think that's kind of a, uh, you know, in the cigar community behind, uh, behind any regular cigar smoker, um, you know, I, I think you're going to find a, a supportive woman behind them because, you know, you, you kind of got, if you're married, uh, you, you got to have someone who, who's going to support you with that because uh, it, it's, it's too much time to, uh, have somebody, you know, if they're going to nag at you, you're, you're not going to be able to get into the hobby. To enjoy. Yeah, exactly. So yep. I'm with you hundred percent. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. She, uh, and she doesn't, she actually doesn't mind the smoke smell at all either. She, she actually likes it Yeah. because she's like, especially when we first started dating, cause I would drink, you know, usually I would drink bourbon, uh, I would drink bourbon and do my cigars. Uh, and then I got to where I was smoking all the time and I don't want to be drinking all the time. So now I pair my cigars with different things. Um, and, uh, you know, I would, I'd give her a kiss and she'd be like, Oh yeah, you know, it's just, that's your, that's your smell. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And so she, she doesn't mind it. Yeah. Like I'll brush my teeth and stuff, but you know, toothpaste and cigar smoke, you know, don't smell too good together, but uh, that, she doesn't mind. You know, beards. You know, the the, the beards are going to hold on to uh, plenty of that residual smoke. So, not when yours is as thin as mine. I have a very thin one. Yeah, it's still, uh, still going to hold on. So, yeah, I uh, you, you know usually use a you know I use I shampoo it every day, conditioner it every day. Uh, try to keep it clean so I have you know so I can keep it, especially for work. Um. But yeah, it does still still hold on to it. You're right. No, the, I mean the only reason I have mine uh, is because like m- both my hair and my beard. Um, I only cut my hair once a year, and that's uh, I do St. Baldrick's every year. I shave my head for St. Baldrick's. And, What's that? Uh, it's childhood cancer research. Um, it's just a a fundraiser. Um, so it's basically like a cancer walk, but instead of walking, you're shaving your head. Um, you know, the, the hair doesn't get saved or anything unless it's long enough to get donated. But I mean, for that, it's gotta be, I think 12 inches in a ponytail Mm -hmm. to, uh, get donated. So, so since my hair doesn't grow that long, um, in a year, what I started doing, uh, five or six years ago was whoever makes the highest donation. Cause I, I fucking hate my hair. Uh, I've got this, this curly, this curly Afro, um, (laughs) So what I started doing is, like, I'm going to make myself look as ridiculous as possible, you know. Uh, so whoever makes the highest donation by whatever date that year gets to choose what color my hair is. <laughs> so, and every year that I've done that, it's generated at least an extra $50, you nice. know, just from random people. Like, what the fuck is up with your hair, dude? Like, you know, you got you got orange hair. Is that real? Like, yeah, it's real. Like, oh, you know, I do it for this. and. You know, most of the time that generates another, you know, like five, ten bucks a person. Like, oh, here, I'll donate, you know. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, the past few years I've averaged right around $2,000 a year for uh, childhood cancer research. 
Wow. Ouch. That's that's pretty badass, dude. So which uh that's yeah. actually that's actually coming up, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find an event to attend and uh get that get that ball rolling. I got you. Speaking of events, um how often are you able to get down to Texas? Not very often? Not very often at all. Because we uh, have a, a big cigar event uh, that CDM holds called the Texas Cigar Festival. And yeah. it's coming up April April 13th. And it's there's a lot of vendors. Like you pay $150 for, the, for, the, for one of the tickets. And um, you get 30 to – like you get a bag of 30 to 40 cigars. Yeah. You get like a nice Cohiba travel bag, you know, type stuff. And – you have like all the, you know, a lot of cigar owners and vendors here, uh, that set up and whatnot. So I'll be working that. So that'll be, that should be fun. I'm telling Mark, he has to buy a ticket since I'll be working. He'll get to actually go around and mingle and yeah try to, you know, get interviews or something, you know, something we'd like to have something in the books yeah. you know, after this event. That's uh so. I, I did it last year and, uh, actually this Saturday coming up is uh Ristafari. Which is uh, JSK's annual event that he does over here. Um, okay, but um, he he goes fucking all out for his Ristafari events. Um, oh, nice! But uh, so last year I took all my equipment there. I wasn't planning on doing. It. I had another episode lined up after that, and uh, like one of the guys from the MHC, the Minnesota Herf, Herf Connection, uh, Big Pipple, uh, yeah, Big Pickle. Um, <laughs> Big pickle, David Crawford. He uh, he convinced me to bring my my equipment inside and uh, record for a little while. So I ended up getting like three guys from uh, from the event to sit down and talk. And uh, oh, nice! So I'm going to take all my equipment up there this year, and uh, you know, see who I can talk to and uh, just have a good old time. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's all about. You know, um, you were talking about earlier about uh, the CDM up there. Uh, their lounge, like they have the VIP lounge in the bottom. Do they have like a normal person lounge? Yeah, they do. Okay, um, ours. So our humidor is huge, but our our shop our shop is a good size too. We have a big lobby, but our our uh, our lounge area isn't isn't huge. It fits seven, eleven, thirteen. I don't know about close to twenty people. Uh, like 20 chairs in there. We've got TVs and whatnot, but we don't have like a separate members area. Yeah. Now our, our uh, West loop store, the Galleria of Houston, they do have a members area, uh, like a separate one. So you can go in the general public area and smoke, but you have to have a card to get into the members lounge. Yeah. Um, and, but I don't like that. I don't like separating people. Yeah. I think it's, I like the way ours is set up because it lets everyone mingle with everyone. You don't have to have any specific amount of money to be able to get in here and smoke and yada, yeah. yada, yada. You know, we let everybody just talk with everybody because everyone's got the same passion in mind or the same hobby in mind and that's cigars. Yeah. And well, I think everyone in there with, with, with that, go ahead. with that, sorry to cut you off. Uh, but like, you know, straight along that point is, you know, if you do have somebody who just wants to be by themselves, uh, who who is paying that money, because uh, I think it's like three fifty a month or something to be a VIP at this lounge, um, but uh, you know, but they have like the you know the bar downstairs and all that. That's you know BYOB whatnot. 
um, with stuff supplied. But anyway, like my point was going to be like, you know, yeah, generally in the uh, uh, regular cigar population, like everybody talks to everybody, and that's basically how it is. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, that's with the group that I'm in on uh, Cigar Geeks. You know, we've got, you know, Hot Shots, we've got, you know, me. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, and and we, we started getting together every year. But uh, no, that's that's generally one of the best things about the the cigar culture is, you know, sitting next to anybody. It, you know, could be could be a janitor, could be a banker, could be a lawyer, and just sitting down and, and bullshitting with that one common interest. You know, the the, yep. the cigars that that create that conversation, um, and everyone gets along. So yeah, but, yep, um, definitely. But yeah, with the, with the VIP area, I don't know. You know, I mean, sometimes you have those people that that like that status symbol, and um, that's I know I know that if I was a VIP, I'd probably spend uh, half my time in the VIP lounge and half my time in, in general population or you know whatever you want to call it. So right. See me, I I have my days where I don't want to talk to anybody, and those days I'll walk in there and throw my headphones in, yeah, or sit over in a corner by myself, uh, or fuck. I mean, this past week, uh, you know, on my, on my out of town trip, we had some, we have some new people and they drove me up the wall and, uh, they're, they were younger and just fucking dumb. (laughs) And, uh, I needed, I needed a break, but I couldn't smoke in my wife's vehicle because I brought her SUV because I had something I had to, I had to grab and I got rid of my truck when she was pregnant and just haven't gotten another truck. And, um, so I couldn't smoke in her vehicle and it was like 30 degrees outside. So I went to the parking garage and I smoked a cigar, but I turned on the car and I had the exhaust, like the heat from the exhaust warm me up. I was standing right by the exhaust and it would, <laughs> as long as there was no wind, the exhaust would warm my pants up and it would warm me up. And I smoked a, I smoked a cigar just because I had to be by myself. Yeah. Like I had music on, um, I actually had chill music on, um, compared to my normal, my normal, uh, metal. Usually that's what I listen to. Um, anything that screams and it's got fast guitars and drums and is loud. But I had some chill music and was just smoking my cigar by myself because I needed to get away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, when I have days like that at the shop, you know, I'll have my music on and I just I won't talk that often. Yeah. But then I have other days where kind of like, you know, kind of like today, I'm just like, which which is, you know, in my case, it's about 90 percent of the time, you know, always just down to sit, sit and bullshit, you know. That, yeah. that that escape before I, you know, today it's before I go to work. Uh, most of the other time it's it's after work or something along those lines, so. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, uh, yesterday I went to, I, do y'all have Whataburger up there? No. Okay, so Whataburger's, I want to say I, it really is a southern thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Texas, uh, what is it, a, a Texas national treasure. It really is. Uh, it, it, uh, don't, don't they have that on the door? I think so. Uh, I know they were. I know it was born. Was it San Antonio? I think it was born in San Antonio. Um, 
but they're all over the state of Texas. Like you can, you can find five water burgers in a town Yeah, and the food is actually good. Their fries are legit. But yesterday when I was at the office, I, you know, I was running, running a little bit behind, uh, on stuff cause I was really busy having to get things done. So I took a lunch break, but I didn't want to go inside and eat at my desk. I just sat outside and ate in my car and had music on and just sat by myself because I just, I needed that, needed that break. Um, but you know, most of the time I'm kind of like you, like I like to, I like to shoot the shit with people, but then I have my days where I'm just like, eh, yeah, don't want to do it today. Exactly. So, um, my, my second, uh, I lit up a few minutes ago. Um, uh, this, uh, little, little Quesada Heisenberg. Okay. Um, little guy it's like a four and a half by 40 or something like that (laughs) a little quickie yeah but there it's a it's a solid smoke man uh i picked up uh four different boxes of 10 uh of these quesadas uh they were on clearance or not clearance but blowout on uh sirius for like a day Uh and uh nice it was like 12 bucks a box and nice. I, I've smoked uh, at least one of each. Like, I'm about halfway done with these. Uh, the Molotovs, the Molotovs are fucking awesome. Uh, are so they? If you, if you happen to see those, uh, I, I would recommend. Grab one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, you, so you went to SeriousCigars.com? Yeah. Okay, so my lounge that I work at now, when it first opened, it was actually Serious Cigars. Uh, we had four of them in Houston. How long, how long have you been working there? Five months. Okay. That, yeah, it, it only would, five months. It, it would have been before your time. I got a buddy of mine, uh, that used to work for Sirius down there. Um, which, which one was his name? Uh, Rob. Was a Rob? Yeah. Big, big Indian guy. His, his name's actually like Sarab. Oh, okay. But we, uh. Now this when so there was there was the 1960 series cigar, JFK series cigar, West Loop series cigar, and a Webster series cigar that opened in 2016. Well, shortly after Webster opened, which is the one I work in because it's like 10 minutes from the house, um, the guy who owned them, his name was Ron. Um, he ended up selling to CDM. Yeah. CDM bought all four locations, so now we're Casa de Monte Cristo by Sirius Cigar. And so a lot of times people are like, well, I went to your website and said you had these. And I was like, well, what website did you go to? Sirius Cigar is like, no, we're JR's. We're JR Cigars now. Like, yeah. that's our website. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rob Rob ended up leaving Houston and uh, going to Jersey. So. Ugh. But mm. it was uh, too cold. Too yeah, cold. yeah. That's uh, he, he's not a fan of the weather, but uh, he, he's happy with the, <laughs> he's happy with the job. So that's good. Where do you, where do you go do? Uh, he's he's still with uh, Sirius. Oh, okay. So nice. It's always good. Man, that fucking wind. Jesus. Even in the sun, that wind's kicking my ass. Yeah, that'll happen, man. That's um, it's weather. <sighs> I love it. Um, but, uh, uh, so what made you start wanting to do a podcast? Uh, my brother had the idea. Um, 
because he was starting a podcast, uh, which he has not gotten it up and going yet. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's how I started listening to podcasts. Like he told me, he's like, yeah, you know, listen to this, listen to that. Uh, and I did, and then he was talking about, you know, starting his and, uh, it's like, ah, oh, you know, I like, I like, I like bullshitting with people. I might as well record it. You know, that basically, basically the same, uh, the same way everybody else does, you know, it's like, oh, well, might as well record it anyway. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of how we started. You know, Mark had the idea. Uh, he was like, dude, we should, we should do a podcast. And I was like, nobody's going to listen to us. And he was like, so yeah, just we'll do it. He's like, we already sit and bullshit anyway. Why might as well just record it. Like you said. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, fine. Let's, let's do it. You know, I'm, I'm shy and I don't, I, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not going to happen. So I'll just say, yeah, cool. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, like two weeks later, you had all the equipment. I was like, what the fuck, dude? No. No, now you, now I have to do it. Yeah. So, and I, but, I think we, I think we basically have the same equipment, right? If I remember correctly, we were talking about that before. Uh, we use a, a Behringer, uh, I guess, soundboard or mixer. Yeah. Um, I don't know what our mics are, um, but we also use Audacity. That's how that's how we record our episodes. Yeah, we Behring, do that. Behringer and Audacity is is the route I go as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've had and we've had good luck with it. You know, Mark's Mark's the IT guy. I'm 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 not a computer guru. Um so he's the guy that does all the producing, all the editing and all that shit. Um and he one day we recorded like 30 minutes of the episode and I like we were we were going good. And uh he forgot to plug in the 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 digital thing. No. I guess to make it from using the computer speakers to sounding good. Yeah. He forgot to plug that in and he was like, why the fuck does it sound like this? And then he looked around and he was like, oh, mother fuck, dude, we yep. got to do it all over again. Yeah. Dude, it took us like an hour to get back to how to how we were sounding Yeah, with the flow and all that shit. And I was like, no. motherfucker, dude. No, that's one of, one of my recent episodes. Uh, it was with uh, Alex Bresenio. Um We got done. And like I'm looking at it, it's like that doesn't look right. You know, I, I listen to a little bit. Some motherfucker it just sounds like a bad, broken up cell phone call. Um, but it wasn't as bad. Like I had it happen once before that, uh, and I had to scrap the episode, uh, which sucks because I haven't been able to get back together with that guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, if anybody wants to know what that sounds like, uh, my my Alex Bersenio episode is is what it sounds like when you forget to switch the. Uh, the microphone input <laughs> from from the onboard microphone to the actual microphone. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, it but was. I would I would have scrapped that one, but like I, you know, me and him had just like an awesome conversation, and I didn't want it to go completely to waste. So, right, it's one of those episodes where I understand if anybody turns it off, but uh, if you could actually if you could actually stomach it and get through it, like it's it, it's a really good talk. So okay. As, and there's nothing you can do to salvage that, is there? No. Nope. That's like a, just a that's just a kick in the nuts. It it really is, is, man. Uh, especially with mine, because I mean, you know, mine I usually run about two hours, so it's uh it's fucking heartbreaking when you got to scrap two hours of material. Two hours of sh- yeah. Yes. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, luckily ours was only, uh, you know, ours, like that one episode we had to scrap was only like an hour and five minutes or so. And I, I ended up quitting, like in the middle of that episode, I just quit talking. Because yeah. every time I try to say something, these drunk bastards would be like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker. So finally, I just sat. I sat back in my chair. I cut me a cigar and I fucking lit it, smoked it. And I just didn't say anything else. I was just like, fuck y'all. Y'all just y'all keep fucking talking, you drunk fucks. Yep. Yep. So, so, so um, you're, you're 10 episodes in. Uh, how do you feel about it so far? I, honestly, I fucking love it. Yeah. I think we've gotten better every episode. Uh, the first probably four episodes, I would spend twenty. I'd excuse me. I'd spend twenty minutes trying to get situated to where I was ready to record, and by that means I would rehearse my intro and like try to figure out what I'm going to say. I had so many fuck ups. I had to practice all the time, and then finally I was like. I just, I got a little more comfortable. So I was like, yeah, you know what? It's, it's fun. It's for fun. And it's okay. If you fuck up, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, it is what it is, man. So once I got past that, dude, it's fucking fun. And once we get rolling, we're, we're good. So like, but it's the, uh, I was was just going to say, that's, that's one of the things that uh, is hanging my brother up. My brother is waiting until it's, you know, perfect to, to -hmm. launch his. And it's like, so, like I, I watched that and I looked at it. It's like you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna have what? Like ten fuck ten of my friends listen to this anyway. I'm just gonna fucking roll with it, and yeah. get better. Get better as I go. So yeah, because once you do it enough, I mean, it's now we're like we're gonna record today. We're yeah. you know we're gonna record uh, earlier today because he's got some shit he's got to do. But um, we're gonna record today and fuck dude it's we just have a good time that's that's the thing i would tell your brother is just get out there and have a good time that's all you have to do oh yeah well and that's then, uh i i know he listens to to mine so every every time i throw a jab at him uh you know he, he hears <laughs> it so uh you know it's funny because so jr muggleston yeah in the group you know yeah muggle cigars muggle. and brew muggle buggle he uh heaven forbid i make a mistake on a sports fact yeah, because that motherfucker will text me right after he hears it and be like, "Oh, by the way, you know, like the whole Bill Belichick with the his boat being eight rings." Yeah, yeah I didn't realize. I googled it and yeah. it didn't say he had eight fucking rings. <laughs> and so, I, and he was like, "Oh, by the way, Bill Belichick does have eight rings." I was like, "Wait, what?" So I had to, you know, I but I enjoy that part because I think oh, yeah. I think it's it's funny, and it's you know we're not we're not perfect. We're not professionals. We're not, I mean, I'm just a fucking dude who works two jobs and smokes cigars all the time. That's yeah. it. And it, you know, plus that's, I, I like, I like when something like that happens too, because it's just, uh, most of the time it's in a complete random part of the day where you're just often, you know, your, your mind is wherever. And then you get the random text of, you know, it, it feels good. Oh, Hey, somebody's actually listening. And, uh, exactly. you know, Hey, they actually paid attention. So they were able to call me on my bullshit. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, I actually texted Corey last night. Uh, I forgot why, but, um, I ended up saying, you know, like I want to get his, his honest feedback and, you know, just like, 
you know, I ask you for your honest feedback. Yeah. I ask Shane Rail for his honest feedback. I ask Muggle Buggle for his. Like, I ask everybody for their honest feedback. If you say it sucks, okay, well, what do I need to do better? Or exactly. do I just sound stupid or, or, or what? You know, but I texted Corey. I was like, hey, dude, would it be okay if I called you one day so that way I can just get some feedback from you? Because, you know, I like I said, I want I want to improve. I want this to be good to where people actually enjoy listening to it. Yeah. And, you know, that's just me. Well, tell your brother. It, you know, I guess he'll listen to this, too. Um, just have fucking fun. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Have fun. Well, it's, I mean, I, I, I will give him some credit. Uh, he works midnights, so scheduling anything. Ooh. Yeah, scheduling anything is fucking rough. Uh, but, I mean, procre- what does he do? Um, he works in a lab. So. Oh, so he's a smart one. Uh, nah, nah, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shit, he, I would. I, there's no way I could work in a lab, especially like chemi- like a chemistry type lab. Like no, no, he, it's uh, uh, reading badges. So okay, he he's he's stuck in a dark room, uh, at least as of right now. Um, stuck in a dark room, um, playing with lasers, and yeah. As long as it doesn't have to do with chemistry, I'd be I'd be fine with it. Yeah, but so, so I, I do I do have to give him some credit and say, you know, scheduling is a bitch when you're on midnights. So Oh yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, it's that's uh yeah. Mm-mm. I don't see that working. So but yeah, he he's the one that got me into it and um you know, like he's he's got a nice little studio in his basement. And, uh, you know, he helped me, uh, steer, steer me in the right direction for the equipment. Uh, more, more importantly, steering my wife in the right direction for the equipment because, uh, you know, it was him and her pretty much, uh, got me started with everything, you know, for Christmas and my birthday, you know, they got, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff for me. So. Right. Yeah. So, uh, uh. In in one of your earlier episodes, I don't know if it was like three or four, uh, you had somebody on uh, talking about whiskey. Ah, uh, so, that's that was actually episode number two. Was it two? So, yeah. Uh, one, I I've, I've been wanting to ask you for a while is you guys made a comment of uh, it sounded like people were pissed off that you guys were talking about whiskey instead of cigars. Uh, yeah, that's actually our. Um funny story is actually that was so that was actually the very first episode we recorded because we had the refrigerator incident that took so long to do we were originally going to record we thought it was going to be quick and easy so we were like okay let's let's put the refrigerator in me and mark will record episode number one mark will get here we'll record episode number two we'll kind of have a good flow of things well um i don't think people are actually pissed off about it but they just that weren't was the into first, it. Right. That was the first episode that we uh, ever recorded. And uh, he's actually my work buddy. Um, and he's really, really big into whiskey. Um, he's a, a whiskey enthusiast. Uh, and he knows he knows his shit. But he's also he's also very motivational. He, yeah. Um, you know, he's uh he's helped coach me in the realm that I'm in. Cause like I said, I'm shy. If I don't, if I've never spoken to you before, 
I, most of the time I sit back in the corner and I just, I watch everybody. I'm an, I'm an observer. Yeah. And, uh, if you, and heaven forbid you put me in a room full of people and I have to talk, Oh God, Mm-mm, it's not going to happen. Even, even at the shop now, uh, if like on a Friday night is one of our busiest nights and the guys in there get crazy and I know every one of them, but when they're all together, dude, I walk in, I'm like, Hey, is everybody doing good? All right, cool. And I'll go clean out ashtrays or whatever, but I don't say is everyone good very loud because I don't want everybody to stop and turn and be like, the fuck do you want? You just interrupted our conversation. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if, I don't know if it was because it was the first episode truly that we recorded and it just didn't sound very good. We were also, we didn't have the mic stands. And so we were having to remember where to hold the mic. And sometimes we had start talking with the mic way down here on the table rather than holding it up here. Yeah. And so I think just the whole, that whole recording situation for episode one and two just wasn't very, very good. But the numbers on that episode are drastically lower than anything else. Yeah. And I've also noticed that if we don't record, if we don't do a review on a well-known cigar, then we're not, like the listens don't come in like the T 52 we've had, you know, 89 or so listens to that one episode. Uh, the last czar by Caldwell, we've had, you know, 80 some listens on that one, but then like the La Hacienda think we have maybe 60. The Silver Mesa, uh, is only in the forties. Yeah. I don't know if that's a well-known cigar. I mean, Steve Saka is well-known. Yeah. Um, so I think it just, I think it was just uh, because it wasn't necessarily cigar related and it was one of the first episodes we recorded. I think that that's why the numbers are so low on that one. So I can't remember. Is he, is he into cigars or no? Nah, he'll smoke them, but he's on the, he's, he's a beginner. So he's on the way on the lighter side. Um, uh, we, I want to have him back on, uh, soon, but, we we got to find a cigar that is going to be pleasing for him, especially because I know knowing him, he'll bring us some good whiskey too. Um, no, I would say uh, that that Patina Connecticut is is a is a good one for a beginner. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I actually, you know, so also on that episode, I'd gotten a shipment from uh, Dapper Cigars. Yeah, because uh, when the hot ticket recorded their episode uh, regarding uh, La Madrina, um, I made a comment on there. So then Ian uh, messaged me on Instagram and was like, you know, hey, what was going on with these yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I kind of gave him my my feedback on it. And, um, and he was like, OK, well, have you smoked our other lineup? I said, no, I haven't. He's like, all right, cool. Well. I'll send you our, I'll send you my lineup and you can smoke them and tell me what, uh, tell me what you think. I was like, all right, cool. Sorry. I keep thinking somebody's coming out. Um, and I, so I grabbed this one cigar called, uh, El Cubo, uh, is the lightest cigar that they had. Uh, it's a Connecticut wrapper, I, I believe. And so I was sitting there thinking, okay, morning smoke. It'll be very, very light. Cause it was a very light wrapper. And, Dude, I smoked it, and that motherfucker hit me. Mm-hmm. It hit me hard. 
That's, um, that's like the uh, JSK's Lot No Sans. It's a it's a Connecticut that does not smoke like a Connecticut. It will dude, it will kick your up. ass. Oof. Yeah, dude. It. I had it with. I brewed a pot of coffee because I was at the shop, and uh, I brewed a pot of coffee, and I had one cup because I was already getting wired from the cigar, and I didn't need to get any more wired from the caffeine. And dude, that thing fucking hit. Uh, so I have to, I need to smoke some other Connecticut's so that way I can figure out what's going to be really good for him. But I'm thinking what's going to be is, um, come on, bro. There's a yard guy driving down the street. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm going to have to find something for him, but I might, I might end up going and buying the patina Connecticut's for us to all smoke. So... Uh, um, you know, but yeah, he's he's not huge into cigars, not yeah, like I am. People people could say what they want about uh, Fuente, but when it comes to beginners, Fuente, I I see Fuente as being a a good lineup, uh, a good brand for someone who's looking into smoking a regular cigar that's not going to put you on your ass. Right. You know, that's I I I've never had any major issues with Fuente cigars, but I keep hearing people, you know, like, oh, it burns like shit. It tastes like, you know, like, I, I don't know where they're getting them from. Cause I've, I've never had those experiences. Yeah. I've, I've smoked a few Fuentes, um, uh, as a beginner and they were, I, I was pleased with them. They were, they were, they were okay. Uh, were they some of the best? No, you got to go to the higher end of Fuente. Oh yeah. Get, to get the absolute best. Yeah, it's, but, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. But like, uh, you know, I've had the, you know, the special reservas, um, the Maduros and stuff like that, and I've, I've never had issues. I mean, do they have the best flavor? Maybe not. But yeah. we're also used to smoking, uh, you know, some of the top of the line boutique stuff. Yeah, a lot more complex. Than, exactly. So if you're looking at it from that aspect, I think that, yeah, you're not going to like the Fuentes because you're used to smoking some really badass shit that we can get our hands on. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm actually may put him on, um, actually may put him on a, uh, on a Fuente while we smoke and, and record. I may figure out what he needs to smoke to do a review, or maybe I'll just let him smoke the cigar and leave the review up to Mark and I. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, I mean, the reason I brought him up and asked about him and, you know, about cigars and whatnot is, uh, I was going to see if he'd be interested in doing this, uh, cause you know, definitely always, always down to learn more about whiskey. Uh, Oh fuck. Yeah. I bet he would. And, uh, um, actually when I hang up with you, I'll call him and then I'll shoot you a text and let you know if he's, he'll be interested in doing it. Cause I've, can almost guarantee you 100 percent he'll be he'll be fucking down right on because yeah that like i said uh the bearded idiots podcast that, that i just got into uh you know the whiskey reviews i i really like the way that they do it and it's cool hearing 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 the different takes and like an actual review on on whiskey instead of just uh hearing a name and saying it's really good you know right right um yeah it's He'll he'll definitely be able to tell you some of the notes you'll be able to taste and whatnot, and he'll he'll talk your fucking ear off about whiskey. Yeah, which uh, I did he'll, I did reach out to them, and uh, they're definitely not near Houston. They're about five hours away, uh, out by ah. out by Longview. So, 
Oh, Longview. Yeah. I'm actually from East Texas, which is where Longview's at. I'm from yeah. uh, actually from a town called Tyler. All right. Up in East Texas. So whenever I make a trip up that way, I may hit them up. Oh, there you go. So. So. Um, gosh. But, yeah, like, like I said earlier, like that's – if uh, if you're into whiskey and uh, into general fuckery, as, as they would put it, um, you know, <laughs> ch- check out the Bearded Idiots podcast. So. Are they the guys that um, – are they the dudes that record in that in that bar? I'm going to have to go No, here. no, no bar. Um, well, they have like a bar in like their basement or something. Um, Is that them? I'm not sure. That's I, I just got into them uh, about about five or six episodes ago. Jesus Christ! Sorry, hold on. I got to get inside. Yeah, no worries. My, I don't know if you could hear my dog barking. Yep. But uh, yeah, I got into them about five or six episodes ago. Uh, I was actually just on their episode, um, episode forty-two of the Bearded Idiots. I was on there with them, and uh, again, we were talking, you know, Texas weather versus my weather. So. But uh, but yeah, def- definitely yeah. an entertaining show. It's uh, it's three guys, um, and yeah, they're it, it's pretty entertaining. So yeah, uh, if you're not if you're not into vulgar conversation, then it's probably not for you. But uh, you know, it's it's fun. Well, you've heard Mark and I's conversation. Yeah, and uh, well, I'm I'm just saying we're... for any anybody else listening. <laughs> yeah, so. we uh. It's, uh, I actually, I actually forgot you were recording. I just thought we were having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was like, well, you've heard me and Mark. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's that, that sounds fun. I'm gonna have to give them a, I'm gonna have to give them a listen. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm on 42, uh, and that'll, that'll give you a good idea. And that, that'll actually lead you to another episode that we were talking about while I was on there. That's uh pretty okay. fucking entertaining. So, all right. Are they on uh, iTunes? Yeah, they're Spotify? on everything. Yeah, they're on everything. Um, okay. Beardedidiots.com. So. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so, I overheard you say you do Patreon, right? Yeah. So, what's the benefit of doing Patreon compared to, like, we do we do ours on, we record through Buzzsprout, which is just, I guess, a, an outlet for it to be able to push everything out. Oh, no, my, my podcast, I, I just upload it to my website, and it goes everywhere it needs to go. Um, oh, so how do you get on Patreon then? Uh, just sign up. Uh, oh, okay. Like pa- Patreon is, uh, you know, basically uh, like if you had a Patreon, I could get on there and donate to your Patreon. Um, okay. So just a, a way to possibly generate revenue uh, and whatnot for for your efforts. But like mine, I've got like if if, if you do a dollar, you get like a button and stickers and a shout out on the show. Uh, if you do five dollars, uh, you get the button and stickers shout out. Plus, uh, I'm gonna do a monthly contest. Um, you know, valued at over you know twenty five dollars for a random drawing. Um, and then now since I got the shirts, I'm getting the shirts made. Uh, Seven dollars will get you, you know, the first two plus a t shirt. So, okay, nice. We uh, yeah, Mark and I've talked about doing. Uh, patreon uh and since you're on it i was like well you know what let me let me just pick your brain about it because you know we we're still trying to decide if we want to if we want to try to do that or not and uh, you know just uh 
I guess, trying to explore other options and maybe trying to make it a little more interesting. And then whenever I hit 2000 followers, uh, on Instagram, I'm actually going to do a uh, giveaway. Um, but I need to, I guess I need to start coming up with the cigars that I'm going to give away and, um, oh, where, where and you, trying to, how many are you at now? 1633. All right. And that's cigar HX? HTX. 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 All right. So Cigar Heads with a Z, Cigar Heads HTX uh, on Instagram. So help help Denny and the Cigar Heads podcast get up to 2,000 followers so he could have this contest. Yes. Yep. So uh, I'll probably post the the pictures and then, you know, say repost and tag you know what it kind of what everybody does you yeah. know and then go from go from there to get the entries and whatnot to do the um uh to do the the random name drawing yeah so all right man well with that uh let's go ahead and do all your plugs uh anything you want people to know about okay uh you can reach me uh at cigarheads with the z htx uh on instagram you can reach my co-host mark at maduro underscore madman uh on instagram and then you can also reach us on cigarheads with a z podcast at gmail.com um we we uh, go through all the major platforms uh itunes spotify google play stitcher i'm sure there's other ones out there yeah. um that you can find our podcast on at cigarheads with a z podcast uh we just get on there and just talk random shit and then we do a cigar review towards the end and we just we have a good time and we're we're uh i think we're quite comical but some people might not uh we get a little inappropriate uh but it's fun yeah all right man um as far as i go um everyone should know the regular routine uh subscribe rate review all that stuff uh all the platforms uh, theherfcast.com. Send me an email at brian at theherfcast.com. Uh, suggestions, hate mail, anything. Um, uh, and then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the, the Patreon. Like I said, I got new stuff going on with the Patreon. I have the store set up on the webpage. Uh, I'll have the shirts on there sometime soon. So uh, check that out. I hope everyone enjoyed. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, thanks for joining me, man.